we 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 are back with another 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 panel 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 i made up my own song this time <laughs> i like it welcome back to get Fetty with a pod i am your co-host holly stark blackett and i am your co-host mary Sorensen laidlaw at least double that I, time she's like am i beyonce am i mary laidlaw am i mary Sorensen? i'm literally know. changing it like soon I'm, me too i actually have the website back up for the name change yeah I gotta work on all that because well my birthday is in November and I'm turning 30 so my license is expiring oh that makes sense so that's like the whole reason that I didn't do it like last year because I was like I could wait a year to not like change my name yeah you know so I gotta get on all that so then maybe I'll just be late law ask me too because every time he goes to the doctor they're like oh you're under Holly Stark is that your mom no that's my (laughs) wife your mom so he's so like maybe if we have the same last name they'll just associate that you're my wife okay it's just so funny because like I feel like well especially for your name it's like Holly Stark is such like a psychotic I don't know, I know. like yeah like I don't know like exactly it's like it's just like like such a good name you know but like okay. for me like I've just like gone by my last name too to people like people hmm. will call me Sorensen so it's sure. just like weird I get that. that. Anyways, we're not here to talk about last names, but I feel like we do this a lot. (laughs) We do. We do. Anyways, we're actually here because we had our second panel ever. Um, We actually kind of like planned or had, I should say Mary had the idea and we started to plan this panel, like honestly, not that long after we had the first one. Yeah. (laughs) It's now like a year ago at this point, I feel like. So, you know, well, I guess a little less than a year because that was in the fall, but yeah, still, it took us a while to, you know, get things get organized. Here. Yeah. <laughs> but it was well worth the wait. Yeah. We've got three amazing women who were on our pod. It was Angie, Ashley, and Cami. I'm not going to go last names because I'm not going to butcher everything. Um, But all of them, I... I mean, you had found, I think Cammie had reached out to us previously. She has been on the pod and Ashley's also been on the pod. She used to work with Holly and I, she still works with me. Um, but Angie, I actually met through Instagram. She reached out random. Like, I don't even honestly remember like how we connected, mm-hmm. but I, she was like, I'm new to Chicago. Like I live in Schaumburg. Like, well, I'll say like one more time, Mary. <laughs> so we had met up once and like gotten to know each other we liked each other's Instagram stuff and it was just so weird because at that time they all popped up on my Instagram being like we're moving to Arizona and I was like that's so weird like all three of them at like literally the same year around the same time interesting so yeah I thought it was like kind of interesting to like go from such a weird weather place yeah to like beautiful warm sunny Arizona yeah I also love it because I'd say this in the episode but I've always dreamed of going or not going but living in Arizona I've been to Arizona mm-hmm. a few times but ever since I was in high school I first time I visited I, was the first time I visited high school <laughs> the first <laughs> and only time I ever visited high school <laughs> um no the first time I visited Arizona I was in high school I actually decided not to go to my junior prom because I wanted to go to Arizona instead and I had the choice to either spend money for prom or Arizona and obviously I picked Arizona with my friends oh yeah um, 
So I went out there with two of my best friends, Haley, actually, who we all know because I talk about her a butt love on this <laughs> podcast. Um, and then our other, our other friend at that point, Jenny, and then Haley's mom took us and it was just such a cool experience. And it was like, before I was like into the spiritual stuff, like I am now, mm-hmm. obviously I was younger, but I was yeah. definitely a hippie at heart. Like me and Haley used to like rock giant ass, like peace sign rings. And like, we're, yeah, we've always been little hippies. So um, but anyways, so when we went out there, we went out there for like a week and me and Haley, of course, being who we are, we set up like shows. So we had our friend, Justin, who lives out there, play a show and Ryan Osterman, who used to be the rain tree. And most more recently, he's known by Owl and Penny. I don't even know if he makes music anymore, but um, of course we set up a show for them to play because we loved their music. We wanted to see them live. Um, and Haley and I obviously are just very into the music area so um it was a great experience and then every time I've went back to Arizona it's been spiritual based (laughs) going to like crystal shows or retreats things like that so it holds a very special place in my heart and so honestly I was just excited to talk to you know how their experience has been since they have moved to Arizona and of course all of them are like sunshine sunshine and I'm like yeah that's one of the reasons I want to live there (laughs) A hundred percent. And I thought that, I mean, I've been watching their journeys and I asked questions, like, obviously we asked the questions that I had been wondering about it because I feel like here, your mental health can be severely impacted by weather. Yeah. And I just wanted to like, see how that change was for them going from like gloomy, freezing, like all All that to like, just a very like across the board, same weather. So we get into all that in the interview and yeah. how they kind of adjusted and how their fitness and mental health and things like that changed. So yeah, let's jump right in and without we'll further ado, on the other side, we are here with our second panel interview ever on the Get Fitty with the podcast. So I want to introduce you, uh, three beautiful guests today. Two you guys have met before. One is new to y'all and us, but first we have Miss Ashley Elm. Secondly, we have Cami Bartell. And last but not least, we have Angie Venedict. Did I say that correctly? Venevic. It was close. Oh, man. <laughs> I always That's mess up someone's name. <laughs> Anyways, I was very close. And so that I'm proud of it. But we have these three ladies on because they all have moved across the U.S. from kind of central us all the way over to Arizona. So we wanted to really pick their brain for anyone who might be moving or thinking about moving and just how you kind of get back into things. So we had our first panel interview actually last fall all on fitness. So this is going to be kind of like our travel and moving away type of panel. So with that, kicking it off, um, I just want each of you to kind of introduce who you are, how you show up in this world. Um, so I will just call on people. And I'm going to make Cammy go first. <laughs> I was holding my breath not to be called first. but that's okay. <laughs> I was about to say Ashley. And then I was like, you know what? I introduced her first. So let's do a different order. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, so my name is Cammy Bartell. And I think when I was on the podcast last time, my blog handle was still Cammy like a tank top, mm-hmm. but I did change it. It is now just Cammy Bartell. Um, And so I work full-time in marketing and then I kind of have a blog on the side and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I'm a wife and a dog mom of two now. So that's me. Love it. We'll go Angie next. 
So fun. Okay. Um, well, I'm Angie Vunovic, and I am a dog mom of two little Pomeranians who are the loves of my life. And then I am also married. I guess he is the love of my life as well. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I work from home, which I love because I get to spend the days with my dogs and just in the comfort of my own home. I also have two nephews who I am very proud auntie to and love getting to spend time with them. Love outdoors. And that kind of sums me up. Love it. Thank you. And Miss Ashley. Well, I'm Ashley Alm. I also work from home. I think <laughs> uh, I love it. I actually just started a new role at my company. So I'm like super, super, super excited about that. I am obsessed with traveling. I do a lot of my traveling by myself. When I moved out here, I really didn't know anybody or have any friends or family. So, and I'm like, just this like single free spirit that just does stuff by myself. <laughs> so that's me in a nutshell, I guess. I love it. So kind of just starting out, I want to kind of start with the decision you all made to one move. And did you know that was going to be Arizona right away? Was it something you kind of landed on eventually? And how did you start to share that with obviously your family and friends back here at home that you're, you're piecing out halfway across the country? Um, we'll go Angie first. Okay. Um, so we moved here for my husband's work. So that was our deciding factor as he had a job offer to transfer here. And it was an area that we really wanted to move to. So we definitely grabbed it as quickly as we could. That being said, it was a very quick move. We had about three weeks from the time that he was offered the position to move down here. So it was a lot of hustle and bustle there for a minute. <laughs> Um, as far as telling our families, um, we did the FaceTime thing because who doesn't want to see everybody's reaction. Telling his family was probably the most exciting because his mom and his sister and her family live here and they have not gotten to live in the same state as him since he was like a toddler. Oh, wow. And so telling them was just kind of like one of those awesome, huge emotional moments. They were oh. absolutely blown away so excited started to cry <laughs> so it was really really exciting getting to tell them and I did the FaceTime with my mom to tell her telling her was not that big of a deal honestly because two years prior we had moved away from home to Chicago so we'd been living in Chicago away from home for two years so she was already used to me not being there all the time and she was super excited for me, number one, because she knew I'd have close access to family there. And so she was excited for me to have that support system. And then also we spent a lot of time traveling to Arizona when I was a kid and just going hiking and camping and that sort of thing. So it's kind of near and dear to our heart um, on my family side as well. So that's kind of a little bit of a nutshell. I love that. I love it. And I'm going to go Ashley next because I know hers is in terms of like reasoning and job, like so different. Yeah. My whole experience is like polar opposite of Angie's. So this is going to be great. So the reason I moved out here, the very first time that I ever came to Arizona, I just literally, I walked off of the plane and I just felt home. Like I was like, this is literally going to be my home. Uh, and that was in like February of 2020, like pre pandemic. Um, actually 
sorry to interrupt just for everybody that's listening who might not know like a lot about you can you say how many states that you went to in 2020 I went to 12. So my goal was to go to 12 new states in 2020. I actually did 13 new ones in 2021. That wasn't even a goal. It just kind of happened. Oh my God. Um, but this year is like a lot less because I'm trying to figure out my new home, you know, sure. but love it. Yeah. But Sorry. Uh, go on. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'll throw that out there whenever I can. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I came down to Arizona for the first time in February of 2020. And it just like, I had this immediate feeling of home. So I knew that I eventually wanted to move out here. Um, August of 2021, I came out here to look at different like apartments and different places that I wanted to move to. I didn't want to buy anything because I haven't lived here. Like, I don't know exactly where I want to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, my whole family knew that I was coming out to look at apartments. Like I was very clear about why I was coming out here. And then I moved out here uh, mid-November of last year 2021 uh it was definitely the hardest decision I've ever had to make because I wasn't really forced to come out here like you know like I I don't know anybody out here I had one friend who's kind of a POS like not really a good friend you know (laughs) like um so I didn't really know anybody that that was out here I love 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 my two nephews like being away from them like I spent pretty much every weekend with my brother and my two nephews like making the decision to go away from them was really really hard lots and lots of emotions went into it and then everybody in my family was pretty supportive except for my mom my mom was very negative like she did not want me to move and her negativity was rooted like she just she wanted the best for me Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was her way of trying to say, like, she was just worried about me, but it just did not come off that way. So that made it really difficult. Like, I told her when I signed or when I accepted the apartment and she did not want to see pictures. We did not talk about it until the day before when we were packing my moving van. She didn't want to talk about it. So, like, it was really not. um, Yeah, it was really, really challenging. But I also live by the whole thing, like you can't let people keep you Mm -hmm. somewhere Mm -hmm. because then you're just going to resent them in the future. And you don't want to do that. Like you just need to suck it up and live your life. And my nephews, I literally FaceTime them all the time and they are so proud. And like, I'm setting an example for them that I'm able to do this because now my nephew's like, okay, like when I get older, he's like, I want to go here and I want to go here and do this and do that. And they just don't have that example because every single member of my family is still in the same area that we've been mm-hmm. our entire life. So yeah, that was kind of my whole experience. So very, very different, very emotional, a lot of tears happened, um, but it was a million percent worth it for sure. I love it. We got happy tears. We got sad tears. Got all all the tears. crying. <laughs> <laughs> with that, we'll run it out with Cammy's tears. <laughs> <laughs> so I have like a short ter- uh like a short story and a long story of how we moved out here. So the short story is that my husband got accepted to Arizona State University for a master's in teaching. So that really prompted the move. But the longer story is that I think it was something that was always on at least my husband's mind. So his whole family lives out here. His parents used to live in Chicago and then they moved out here. 
And I think he really loved the state of Arizona. He loves the heat. He loves the desert. He always kind of wanted to move out here. I wasn't always that convinced. I visited Arizona when I was 13, hated it. I said I was never going to move here. Absolutely hated it here. Um, I wish, I think part of it was just being a bratty 13 year old, you know, but regardless, I was like, no way. And so we had kind of started talking about it after we got married. He, we took a trip out here to visit his family. We toured some houses and I was starting to warm up to the idea. I was like, okay, the houses are really nice. Like definitely get more begging for your buck than you would in Chicago, but I'm still not convinced. I was like, when I moved to Chicago, I really thought that was our permanent home. So at the time my husband was a lawyer they obviously have to take the bar exam. Typically, when you take the bar exam, you're certified for like that specific state. Mm -hmm. So when I moved to Chicago, I thought that was my forever home. I was like, all right, like I'm building my friends here. I'm building my network here. This is my home. And so a few years later to then be told like, hey, maybe we should consider a new home. I was like, what? Excuse me? Um. So anyway, it was kind of more of a long-term decision for us and then kind of what helped prompt it because I had said give me five more years in Chicago and obviously 2019 to moving here in 2021 that's not five years so at the end of 2019 my husband was diagnosed with a pretty rare uh, chronic disease and that was a really hard diagnosis he was in the hospital it was a very traumatic experience and so we kind of started to have a lot of negative associations with Chicago. We would walk around and see the hospital he was in and remember all of that. And this diagnosis changed his lifestyle. He couldn't go out anymore. He couldn't drink anymore. So like our favorite restaurants, the wineries we would go to, we couldn't do that anymore. So it started to kind of just have a lot of negative feelings towards us. And then right as that was happening, the pandemic happened. And I think we started to see this with a lot of people in big cities is you're in a big city, you're paying really high rent for mm-hmm. a tiny box like studio. But when it's not the pandemic, it's because you're going out and you're trying all the restaurants mm-hmm. and going to events. So when that was taken away in the pandemic, I was like, I am in the studio. There is no sunshine because we're backed into an alleyway. We had no outdoor space. And so I think kind of in 2020, we realized that just our chapter in Chicago was kind of coming to a close. We just both kind of felt that we had a great time here, but it was time for both of us to have a fresh start. And so he applied for the program, completely changed his career, decided to be a teacher instead of a lawyer, got into Arizona State University, and we moved here. So from when we officially decided that he was going to apply and we were going to try and move, we probably had about a year. And it was really easy to tell his family because they live here. So they were super excited for us to move out here. My family, my dad lives in New Jersey. So I don't even, even in Chicago, I didn't live near him. So he was totally fine with it. I think he was actually more excited to come visit Arizona than Chicago. (laughs) My mom was definitely sad. She lived in Ohio. So we were closer to her. I could like take a road trip to her. She was definitely, I think, disappointed in the decision at first, but she understood it. She understood that we were moving to be with more family. I think she was also excited to visit Arizona and she understood that we both just really needed a fresh start. And so that's kind of the long story of how we moved out here. 
I love that everyone was like so so different in a little bit of a way I like I know pieces of like well not Angie yours as much but the other two of you I know pieces of your stories so it was kind of cool to hear like a whole thing because I haven't actually sat down and asked either of you about it um and with moving like as you guys got there got settled how has it been because especially coming from specifically Illinois it's very different climate um so how has it been just adjusting to the climate out there and kind of getting used to like this new space that you're in, you know, from, from being in, you know, such like a small space, you know, Ashley, I know you were with your family before you had moved out. And, um, so how was that piece for each of you? I feel like, I feel weird calling on people sometimes. So, um, yeah. Whoever wants to go first. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go first because it's like round Robin. So it's like, love it. Um, for me, I mean, I love the sunshine and I love the heat. Like last year's summer in Chicago, I wore hoodies every single day. I didn't care if it was 90 degrees and humid. Like I, I'm just always cold. So like that part, I was like, heck yeah, sunshine always is amazing. Like it's been really nice to, I mean, today was a little cloudy, but we won't count today. <laughs> um, like there's always sunshine and it's just so weird because it's so different from Chicago where you can go like weeks without seeing sunshine. Oh, yeah. Like that's not... A thing and I love the sunshine like I pretty much always have like all my windows open not open open like not want to stop like the blinds open that's I what I want to say like the blinds are always open and it's just really amazing um for me it was really hard to like try and get out of my apartment to just like learn my area because I didn't know anybody sure. <laughs> um but I mean, I've made like some really good friends since I've been out here, but it was a challenge. Luckily, I have, my work has like people that live in this area. So I went to a lot of work events when I moved out here. So that's kind of how I was able to meet people. And I've low-key like thought about downloading Bumble BFF because that just- hey, why not? Yeah. I don't know. I, I keep seeing people on TikTok doing it and I'm like, I'm going to do it too. <laughs> it's going to be great. Angie, uh, I think that's how we met, isn't it? Or did we know Instagram? Instagram. Instagram. Never mind. Still online though. Still online. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like because I was so used to like traveling and just going out, like it wasn't a huge, I mean, it was a huge move for me, obviously, Hmm. because I didn't really have anybody out here, but I was just kind of used to like being independent and just going and doing my own thing and yeah, just, I don't know, exploring. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Let's go next. I can go next. Uh, very similar to Ashley. I love the sunshine. And I actually liked Arizona. Again, it took me a while to convince me to move out here. And I genuinely thought at the end of the year when he graduated his program, I was going to be like, hey, let's move back to Chicago. I'm done now. I didn't feel that way at all. Like I fell in love with Arizona and part of it was the weather. I'm not normally a heat person, but it was really nice to not have to check the weather app and see if I needed a coat at any point in really the whole year. Uh, It was sunny pretty much every day. I think it's only cloudy. I want to say it's like 20 days out of the whole year that it's been like cloudy or rainy. And so it just made me a much happier person. It really did feel like a fresh start. It is super nice when you have two dogs. I don't have to put them in like the the winter coats and the boots. 
the booties. I can, <laughs> right. I can just take them outside whenever. So I think it just made life easier in a way that I just kind of needed it to be. It was just, again, I really needed a fresh start, but it, it made like those tiny conveniences mm-hmm. during your day, like possible. Um, so I would say that was really easy for me to adjust to surprisingly. The hardest adjustment for me was actually, I think my schedule, because I was still working for a company based in Chicago. So I was still working central time zone. So that meant I would work at like 7am. And so adjusting your schedule, I think I came on the last time I was on the podcast, I was talking about how my morning routine was like three hours long, I would Mm -hmm. work out, I would meditate, I would do all these things. And all of a sudden, I was waking up at 530 getting ready and then starting work, I couldn't have a morning routine, I couldn't work out after or before work. And so just kind of shifting my schedule to reflect that was challenging at first. I was very tired and it still is hard some days, but overall it's been worth it. I love it. And we're going to get into much more on routines and schedules. So mm-hmm. just you wait, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite topic and Angie, how about it for you? Okay. Well, I think we all live in Arizona for a reason because we're all sun babies and we love the sun and the heat and we could just lay out there and bake and it's wonderful. Um, I've always wanted to live somewhere warm. So especially being in Chicago for two years and then getting to move somewhere where it's warm has been like a dream come true for me. Like Kimi said, the sunshine is just incredible. Like it's such a mood boost and it's very cliche but even when it's hot it is a dry heat Mm -hmm. which I think both Ashley and Cammie can attest is very different from the midwestern heat that we were all used to (laughs) like it can be 105 degrees and I'm sitting outside reading and it feels amazing it doesn't feel like you're in a sweat box or something like that but I can't really (laughs) but I love the heat love the sun especially because my birthday is in December And so I spent my whole life having the parties when it snows and no one can come. And then seeing the people having the pool parties in the summer and wishing, oh, I wish that was me. And so we actually moved here the day before my birthday. So coming here and getting to have warm weather for my birthday was fantastic. (laughs) And I love that you can be active year round here is one thing that I'm very passionate about. I love the outdoors. And so if it's summertime, just get up early. You can still get your walks and you can still get your hikes in in the winter all day long, maybe not in the morning in the winter because it does get a little chilly. Um, but we went hiking every weekend, explored so many different state parks around here. We have some plans to hit up some national parks in the area this fall. So just being somewhere where you you can be easily active and outdoors year round is something that's very important to me. I love that. So I just have to to chime in real fast because I'm giggling to myself because when we moved out here, that's something I was so excited for. I was like, I'm going to be active all the time. I'm going to do tennis. I'm going to do pickleball. I'm going to go hiking every Saturday. I've done one hike. And I lasted like 10 minutes on it. And then I was like, nope, this is too much. I'm done. And so I agree with Angie that I love that you can be active here. I just have not done it. <laughs> well, just yeah, wait, wait till fall. Wait till fall. 
I'll get you out there. (laughs) Well, and I guess on that, like you guys have kind of all touched on it, like in the sense of like routine and what changed for you guys. I know that um, Angie, I'm not sure where your company's based out of, but I do know that Ashley's also on central time zone with our company. Um, So like, I know that that probably puts a damper on both of like yours and Cammie's routine. And then Angie, it sounds like you're way more active now that you're out there. So like, I guess (laughs) starting from there, like where do you guys see your routines have changed? I know Cammie, you touched on a little bit if you want to start. Yeah, of course. So like I said, the biggest shift was just really not being able to have, I would say as, as much of a morning as I did used to have, Mm -hmm. I loved my morning routine. I protected it. And now, I mean, I, it's just not even possible to Mm -hmm. do that. Right. And so I really had to shift my wellness practices, my workout routine, everything to after work. What is nice is starting earlier. I do end earlier. I end normally around four, uh, which is pretty nice for me. And so I do have more time to work out and to do some of those activities, but it's also harder to motivate yourself after mm-hmm. work sometimes. Yeah. So it was just definitely a really big shift for me. And I would also say, yes, to Angie's point, you can wake up early in the morning and like get a run in during the summer. I'm a big runner, but for me, it's hard to do that. I don't really have the time in the morning to get up and run. So I really haven't been able to run over the summer because it's just so hot out no matter what. And if I go later, I don't feel safe as a woman running. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think there's just been little things like that, that definitely changed in my routine. Um, But overall, I think it's been about finding the practices I was doing and just finding a different time or different way to do it. And there's probably been some practices that I've let go of too, but I think that's just naturally happened of like, sometimes you relate more to something versus Mm -hmm. else like journaling. I used to be a big journaler. When I moved here, I would sit down to write and I was like, I don't feel connected to this anymore. And so I don't do it anymore. But I don't think that had anything to do with the move. I think it was just an evolution as a human. So, yeah. I think, I think that's so perfectly said though, because I, I mean, I know for me, like my routines shift all the time. And like, sometimes I feel really connected to things uh, and you, you know, having them in my practice every day, and then I won't do them for like a year. And, and journaling is one of those that I'm really like on and off with. So, so often I feel like, um, but like even doing like self Reiki and things like that and making that like an actual daily practice for me, like I'll be so good at it. And then I'm like, ah, I'll just, that's it. It is what it is. And I just don't feel called to do it. So I think it's interesting to hear you say that even with the move, like you, you still felt that, but you also really honed into those things that were the most important for you. Cause that helps you also see like, what are those like top non-negotiables for me? Like no matter what, cause I feel like I can probably say, oh, mine would be this, this, and this, but I've never also like changed my entire routine, like moving to a different state before. So like at the end of the day, would those still be the same for me? I don't know. I'm curious, but anyways, I don't know if that totally made sense, but I'm going to go to Ashley next. (laughs) So like Mary said, I work central time. So when I moved out here, um, my Arizona time was like seven to four is what I was working. But now I've been in my new position for about a month now and I'm working six to two thirty. So I start work at six AM. Like that there's 
I have, I always wake up at five anyway, because I'm just ridiculous and I'm a morning person and I just like automatically wake up before my alarm. Um, but th- there's not much time there. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but I'm not waking up any earlier than that because well, I it's also... like, if you want to do a bunch, it's like, you got to wake up at like three. Um, but I don't know. I always, the first thing I do in the morning, like I wake up and I put like some water in the tea kettle. Cause I like to have like hot lemon water first thing in the morning. I only drink maybe two cups of coffee a week. Like I don't, I just like the sense of like feeling, holding something warm in the morning and it's not necessarily like coffee. And when I want coffee, I want iced coffee anyway, because that's just <laughs> like the thing, you know, like that, that was in Chicago too, even in the winter, you know, when you swirl it and it's like the ice, like that, that's me. Like I'm that person that's just like constantly like swirling my iced coffee and making that noise. Um, that. So yeah, there's not too, too much of like a morning routine, but yeah, I always have like my hot lemon water. I always make sure that I actually working from home, especially when we started working from home, I wouldn't always change, you know, like on my PJ. So now I try and like change my clothes. I wash my face. I do like my whole like face routine still in the morning, which is really nice. Um, just kind of like wakes me up a little bit and then it's pretty much time to work at that point. Like there's not much time for anything else, but that's okay. Oh, and I do eat breakfast before I start work. Do you feel, how do you eat breakfast at 6 a.m. or before 6 a.m.? That, like, mind-boggling I'm always me. hungry, so it's fine. I mean, same, but, like, not, <laughs> as, I, that, I never understand people who, like, wake up and eat. I'm like, I cannot. I, yeah, um, no, I'm not. I don't, like, sometimes I, like, can't eat breakfast. It's yeah, really not, unhealthy. I, I really can. But um, on that note, like, when you first, like, moved out there, were there routines or, like, obviously you would have gotten up later well I guess not up later but you know what I mean like are there things that used to be in like your morning routine that have kind of like either fallen by the wayside or you've moved them and shifted them to like different times of the day yeah um actually very similar uh to Cami. I used to be like a big journaler but I really haven't and it, I used to do it like in the morning but then sometimes I would do it before bed and like ever since I moved here like there's been a couple times where I'm like, I'm like okay I'm gonna journal for seven days and I just don't I, I do write stuff out because I'm more of like a brain dump mm-hmm. journaler than I am like a topic journaler, mm-hmm. but it just hasn't felt right. Like it hasn't really been aligned for the seasonal life. So I'm like, okay, like we're right. But there are certain things like I do still do like meditations, but definitely like the time of day has shifted quite a bit because honestly, if I try and meditate at 5am, like I'm just going to fall back to sleep. Like it's not going to work. <laughs> like that's fair. Uh, so yeah, my morning routine has been very different. What's been really nice is I've always been a workout after work type of person. I don't like to work out in the morning, especially because usually it would be like on an empty stomach and I get very easily dizzy. So like, I can't, like, I have to eat a snack before I even go to the gym. So I, yeah, I just, um, so I've always worked out after work. And now it's just earlier in the day, which is kind of nice because if I go at 2.30, I'll get there at like three and then I'm done working out by like four or 4.30, depending nice. on the day. And it's just really nice. And I'm like, okay, cool. Everybody else is just now getting off of work. Like oh, <laughs> we nice. can do things, like make plans. Um, And I've been reading a lot lately. 
um, my friend and I actually, so for the longest time, I was just reading like personal development books and I was rereading a bunch of Harry Potter books because I love Harry Potter, (laughs) (laughs) but I hadn't really been reading a lot of anything else. So, um, him and I decided that we were going to pick books together. Like, so my buddy, um, he picked like the first book. And then we read it together. Like we started together and then we wouldn't read the last chapter until we both got there. And then I picked the next book. And now we're on our fourth round of this. And we've read like four books in like three weeks. So so it's been really nice just like read before bed and kind of get back into that zone because I I fell out of that a lot when I moved out here because I feel like my brain was so like, I want to do this, this, like just learn all the places do all the things like I was kind of like on almost vacation mode for a while Mm -hmm. but then I was like wait I'm not on vacation like this is my home like I need to establish some type of routine because that was really hard for me because it did it just felt like just all these new things I was like oh it's I'm on vacation like that's great (laughs) yeah that makes sense and how about you Angie how did it go like how did that go for you Um, so my shift also changed a little bit. I am right there with Ashley. I also work six to two 30 now and I really enjoy it actually, because I'm able to get up early in the morning, get my work done. And I've always been one more to enjoy time after work versus Mm -hmm. before. I always felt like before work was just wasted time because I was waiting to get to work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I really enjoy that time difference. And have really had to make some schedule changes, you know, just with my routines. I used to work out after work, but I found a hard time being consistent with that because some days I'd be like, oh, I'm worn out from work or, oh, I have to run errands. And then I don't want to work out after the errands and I don't want to work out before the errands and the stores are too busy. So I've started doing yoga during my lunch hour. And that has been like the key to consistency for me. I've been able to stay very consistent. And then I used to also always walk the dogs on my lunch break, but in the summer, it's a little toasty for them outside in the the summer heat. So (laughs) I've started getting up. I used to always get up at 5.15, just like 15 minutes early. I get up right at five now and take them on like a 15, 20 minute walk in the morning. And it helps burn their energy. It helps get me ready for my day. You get to see beautiful Arizona sunrise, which I think everyone can attest cannot be beaten. Uh, So I've really enjoyed doing that. So that's probably one of the main tweaks. Since I know like your little Pomeranian puppies, like (laughs) it's so funny that you say 15 to 20 minutes wears them out. I'm like my two 70 pound dogs I have to take for like an hour. See, they know we're talking about them. (laughs) I know, he knows. (laughs) That's so funny though. I yeah, wish their so, walks were 15 to 20 minutes. I'm like I, out there I for an hour. The littlest one, I, I take him and he's done after like two minutes. <laughs> That's great. That's too funny. And then I'd say the only other real change that I've had in routine is going from a one bedroom apartment in Chicago to a house now has changed up the cleaning routine a, li- a little bit. Let me tell you. <laughs> there, there have been days when I'm like, oh my God, I missed that one bedroom apartment. It was so easy. I could do it in like 15 minutes. Now <laughs> there's all this space. What have I done? Um, but overall, I think it stayed fairly similar for me. Fairly similar. I love it. And for everyone too, and we didn't 
we've touched a little bit like on fitness kind of within these, this kind that conversation, but also like earlier, but in terms of fitness specifically, Angie, I know you said you've really moved yours to your lunch, but in terms of like what you're doing, has that shifted since you've moved, like where you've been craving to do different things than maybe you were doing more consistently, uh, before you moved as well as in, you know, have you been realizing that your movement is more or less or anything like that also since you moved? I know we've heard again, little pieces here and there, but, um, whoever wants to start us. Or I'll call on someone <laughs> this round. Um, so I would say in terms of what I'm actually doing, it hasn't shifted too much. Um, again, not to keep bringing this one up, but in my other podcast interview, I'm pretty sure I mentioned that every few months I would get bored of my workout routine and switch it mm-hmm. anyway. That's pretty much the same. I think the only thing is I'm a lot more consistent with running now, and that's because in Chicago, you could really only run from May to maybe like September, October. And now I can pretty much run year round if I just like adjust my running times in the summer or run on the treadmill, which is what I'm doing right now. The one thing that I did notice and something that I will say I miss a lot about Chicago is I don't walk as much as I used to. In Chicago, I live downtown. I would walk to the grocery store. I would walk to restaurants it was a normal thing for me to look at something and be, oh, it's a mile away. It's a mile and a half away. I'll just walk. That's 20 minutes. It's fine. Here in Arizona, I live out in the suburbs. It's not a walkable place. Like this isn't somewhere people walk. They don't have great sidewalks here, at least where I'm at. And so I can walk sometimes and I'll walk around my neighborhood, but it's not the same. I'm not constantly running out to 7-Eleven. I'm not walking to the bus to get to work. I'm not walking to work. And so I definitely noticed that that was definitely having, I think, an effect on my body because I was just more, is the word sedentary? I should know that. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. I, always, I always say it wrong. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, But I just noticed that I was just at home working from home and going from my desk to my couch and not, not walking at all. And so I will say I miss that a lot about Chicago. And that's something that I've tried to add back into my routine when the weather allows for it. I try and go out on walks. I take my dogs on walks. If it's too hot out, I'll even just go to our gym and go on the treadmill and watch like YouTube videos for 30 mm-hmm. minutes. But I still don't feel like there's that same level of activity that I used to have. So I miss that. Um but I, I would say that it hasn't really shifted my fitness too, too much. That makes sense though, because I forgot you said that you, you did kind of easily get bored and change things a lot. So, I mean, it makes sense that you're just continuing to do that. And I feel like I, I can relate to that. And I often get bored of what I'm doing. <laughs> um, Angie, I'll have you go next. I know you said that earlier that you've gotten out more so since you moved. So how has your shifts kind of looked Um, and and if anything has changed. Yeah, I would say, um, I've always been a big yoga fan. That's kind of one of my main workouts of choice. So I've been staying doing the yoga that has not changed. Um, but kind of the flip side of what Cami said, I feel like I've been walking a lot more since I've moved here, but I live somewhere where I'm very close to I'm also in the suburbs, but very close to the downtown of my suburbs. So like, if I want to, I could walk there 
there's a park that I can walk to that's down the street. So I do walk quite a bit just around my general little area. And then also the biggest thing I would say is hiking. And I know Ashley from your Instagram, you're quite the hiker as well. The elevation on the hikes here, it will get you better than any Stairmaster will ever get you. <laughs> there have been some trails I'm like, oh, it's like three miles. It's going to be a piece of cake. And then with the elevation climb, I get to the top. I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, gonna to rest here for a minute. Enjoy the view. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to enjoy the view. <laughs> we'll come back to you. Yeah, I was like, I'll yeah. go. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so I've been a lot more active since I've been out here. I mean, I do go on a lot of walks. I don't live in like any sort of downtown area, but I just need to like get outside and walk. I've walked around my neighborhood all the time when I was in Chicago and I pretty much just do the same thing here. Um, a lot more hiking, which is a big reason why I moved out here because I love to hike. I didn't realize kind of like Angie said, like a lot of the mountains are like a lot higher than you would expect. Like you would expect um Arizona to be like very desert so like super flat so like the average elevation would be like really low but actually Arizona's average elevation is pretty high I think it's I mean not like super high I think like the average is like three to four thousand feet of elevation but like you think of it like oh I'm in the desert but there's elevation like the average mm-hmm. elevation is high so it's just kind of crazy um but yeah I've definitely gone out a lot more just to like do hikes and just explore and everything like that. But the biggest change for me is I hadn't really gone to a gym in a really long time. And I start, I actually signed up for the gym and started going back to the gym. And that's been huge for me because it's just been an amazing feeling. Uh, and I switched from like focusing on like one part to like just doing like full body workouts every, every time I work out, because I just like that a lot better. I think it's better for my body. I think I heal a lot faster. Um, I don't feel like, you know, that like leg day feeling where you can't walk up your stairs. Like I I don't feel that, but I feel a lot stronger. So it's really good. So that's probably been like the biggest thing is just hiking and actually going to a gym, which is amazing. amazing. I missed it so much. It's like a whole different feel, especially when you've been away for so long, because that happened to me last year when I started going back to the gym. And it was just like, oh, yeah, I remember like, because kind of like Cammy, like I get so bored so easily with like workouts. And especially when you're doing like in your house workouts, it can become like so much that you need like a break from that. Yeah. And it was really crazy because I mean, I know you, Mary and Holly, you guys know this, like I went through like a huge, like weight loss journey in 2020. Like I lost like a hundred pounds and that was all like working out from home. And Mm -hmm. I did travel a lot. So there was a lot of hiking and stuff involved in that too. But then I just felt like stagnant and just bored Mm -hmm. and like, I'm okay. Like I honestly, I don't know the last time I stepped on a scale. I don't like to do that. Me personally, I don't I like to go off of how I'm feeling, not how much I weigh. Like when people tell me weight goals, I like low key, like cringe a little bit. I'm like, no, no, but, (laughs) but this and that, like, um, but it's fine. So it's been, it's been really nice to get back because I just feel like a lot stronger and a lot healthier now that I'm actually back in in a gym. It's been amazing. I love that. Um, Angie, are you, are you safe? Sort of. They're traumatized. <laughs> the doorbell rang. <laughs> um, but no, I just agree. Getting to be out and active. And for me, 
I enjoy going to the gym, but even more so than that, being outdoors is like my thing. I would rather walk outside and hike with elevation versus do a treadmill and treadmill or Stairmaster any day. So it's been a lot of fun and just getting to explore. And I think it just, it makes me a lot more consistent because I would definitely go outside and go to the park in Chicago and back when I lived in Missouri, but not to the amount that I do here. Mm-hmm. I know at least when I've visited Arizona a few times, um, I always feel like, I mean, yes, there was technically a vacation because I do not live there, but, um, like the few times I stayed there, I stayed in like in a house for like a little bit of time. And I always felt like I was just way more active even on like the days I would have nothing planned. Like I was just going out and like going for walks. And I think part of that for me specifically is I don't like humidity. I hate humidity. It makes me so uncomfortable everywhere on my body <laughs> and like in Arizona I like, agree having that, like it's just it's just different like we were talking about earlier and I feel like that Arizona somewhere I wanted always to move and will I do eventually get there who knows we'll see but <laughs> like that's something I've always thought like I know it would help just because I react to that heat so much better than I just react to the heat here um so it's interesting to kind of hear all of your perspectives and one thing we haven't actually talked about too, too much, um, like little bit, but is mental health wise, when you guys were actually moving and then settling in, how did you stay mental health wise, or was it something you struggle with more so than you would realize maybe before you've moved? We'll start Ashley first. Yeah, that's fine. I'll start with this one. Um, so my mental health, it was really interesting actually. So I don't, I don't think you guys know the story, but like when I moved out here, so obviously I had no friends or family out here. Uh, you know, when you, when you move into an apartment, how like the day of you need to bring your like security deposit mm-hmm. or whatever's left. And, mm-hmm. Um, so on my drive here, cause I drove by myself, uh, my moving truck, down here and my bank account got hacked oh my god and somebody took all of my money oh my god um oh so my like gosh. to say like the start of my trip was like stressful is a complete not trip move it was a complete understatement um because like I literally had no money and that happened two days before I had to move into my apartment and give a security deposit and pay people to help me unload my truck because I couldn't do it by myself <laughs> um it's not like you could even get a hotel right like literally it was like I was pretty much like I was effed like it was horrible and that was really scary to me I had to call my family and be like hey like I I need money um yeah (laughs) and like I did end up getting like my money back and I ended up paying them back and anything like that but like it was just ridiculously stressful and then when I moved in I was trying to unpack everything and I just didn't know where anything went and I didn't have anybody to like come and help me unpack things Mm -hmm. and there were definitely like a significant amount of mental breakdowns at that point like I was sitting in the middle of my floor at the apartment like sobbing like because I didn't know where anything should go and I was like I have no one here to like see and like help me figure this out and just help motivate me it was really really hard um 
And I knew it was the right move, like deep down, like I didn't regret anything at all, even as I was really upset, but I was like, oh my God, like this is scary. Like I'm so far away from home. I'm 27 hours away from home. Like this is yeah. so yeah, so scary to me. And um, and then the first couple, I'd say like two or three weeks, I didn't leave the apartment a ton because I just didn't know where anything was. Mm-hmm. Like I had to switch off to like that's kind of when vacation mode turned on because I was like, okay, like don't think of this as like a place you don't know because you're living here. Think of it as it's a new place, like just like yeah. when you're on vacation, like just try and explore all of the things because and that also happened. Um how like you used to work for my company, Mary works for where we are now and we were like mid year end during that time and I was working like 20 hours of overtime a week oh my like, gosh it was, <laughs> it was a, a little rough and that was like I said right when I moved so I was working all this overtime I was like sobbing to one of my friends like on um like a team's call and I was like I don't know where anything is and he's like just go he's like just go on a walk He's like, find a Circle K. He's like, you have any Circle Ks? Like, that's like a, <laughs> like a gas station. I was like, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it was just the first couple of weeks were really rough for me. But then when I started like finally like, going out and I met a, I met a couple of people and then I started doing things on my own. I was like, okay, like I'm good. And then I kind of got back to, to normal. And then Ever since then, I feel like I'm just the happiest that I've ever been, but it was, wasn't like, oh, I moved here and all of a sudden I'm this like happy, happy Ashley. Like it was definitely like a, a little roller coaster of emotions. And I just want to be like realistic to anybody who is looking to move. Like it's not, it's not easy to do. Um, Even if you have somebody with you, like it doesn't make it easy, but it was just really challenging Um, but I feel amazing now like I don't think I've ever really experienced like this true happiness ever in my life and it's just like it's this thing that I've always wanted and I didn't realize that I've always wanted it when I was a kid I used to tell myself that I used to want to live in California that was before I even went to California I just like as like (laughs) this 10 year old you know like you know like Mary Kate I had like the same like the movies like you're like yeah (laughs) Uh, I used to tell myself I wanted to move to California and I would always tell like my sister-in-law like yeah but that's never gonna happen because I could never do that Mm -hmm. and like here I am years and years later coming out of like you know I a lot of background on me but like I used to be like dependent on relationships and I used to always have to be with somebody and then that's kind of when 2020 happened and my whole like single journey started and I went from like depending on somebody saying I'm never going to be able to do and like do what I want like move where I want to to like now I'm I'm here and it's just like it's totally surreal to me because young Ashley would be like so damn proud of like where I am now and I feel really good about that so this gave me chills and like made me tear up (laughs) I was like I'm so happy for her (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not even on my period <laughs> I know I felt the tears coming and that's when I was like yeah okay done <laughs> all right <laughs> oh it's pretty funny um okay. I love that for how, you, did, how did your journey look because I'm 
I mean, after starting with all of your money getting stolen, that's definitely one way to start a move. So I'm hoping yours is not the same. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say my name? Yes. Yes. Amazing. (laughs) No, you're fine. I was like, I think that was me, but not sure. So I definitely had more of an opposite journey to athletes. Um, First of all, I am the type of person where once I make a decision or once a big life change is happening, I just kind of go full force into it. And I don't, I almost don't feel the feelings in the moment. Like when I graduated college, when I moved to Chicago, I just kind of like did it. And then those feelings caught up with me later. And so when I moved here, it was a pretty seamless move. Obviously moving is stressful in general. So like we drove here in our car over three days traveling across the country, which was beautiful, but we had a dog. She, she didn't travel very well. She like didn't eat. We tried to stay in a hotel and she wouldn't sleep and just kept barking. Like it was definitely a very exhausting trip. And then, um, if you do a cross country move heads up, if you use movers, which we did, they don't always guarantee when your stuff is going to get there. Mm -hmm. So they kind of gave us a window of like three weeks And luckily, again, my husband's family does live here. So we were able to stay with his mom and it was totally fine for us, but we didn't know when our stuff was getting here. So it definitely was more of that vacation mindset for a few weeks of just like, oh, there's palm trees and there's a pool and I'm just, I don't have my stuff. I don't have to do my chores. So I would say I definitely had kind of a pretty smooth move just in general. And then I started to feel very at home very quickly. I'm someone where I can go someplace once and know how to get there. So getting to know my town wasn't super hard for me. I just kind of like naturally knew where everything was or wanted to explore it. And I I felt very at home. I was really happy here. That's not to say that I nothing bad happened in my life. I think one of the biggest things I learned is that moving doesn't solve your problems. So if you're moving to escape something, it doesn't fix that. And so there was definitely a lot of things that I was still going through, like in terms of with my husband's diagnosis and things like work, and I was kind of not in a great environment. So I switched jobs, things like that. Like none of that went away, but I wouldn't say it was like because of moving. So I still had mental health issues. It was just I want to attribute it to the move. I would say I started to feel like the effects of the move probably honestly in maybe January of this year. So I moved in May of 2021. So it was January of this year where I started to really miss my friends. I hadn't made a ton of friends here yet for many reasons. We had family here and I had such good friendships that I kept in touch with really well that I, it almost didn't feel like I needed to make friends, but then I started to really feel like, "Mm, I I would like to have friends here. It would be nice to do a wine night. This is going to sound so sad, but I made a whole list on my phone of like things I would do if I had friends here. And I was like, wine night, book club. Yeah. Like, no, I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so I think I started to really like 
miss friendship and community and I started to get really nostalgic for Chicago not in the sense that I wanted to move back but just missing who I was at that time in my life because I'm I'm not in that same stage so things feel different I'm a different person so just really starting to feel nostalgic for things but again I think overall, I am a lot happier. It was the fresh start that I really needed. And I do feel a lot more at home here. I'm so envious that you can just like go somewhere and learn how to get there. Like that is not a trait that I have. <laughs> Never. You I can't that. even like get around like, like wow. the neighborhood that I grew up in. It's like, I have, I have no idea. I have no sense of direction. Like um, when I started solo traveling, my parents were like genuinely concerned for good reason. Like, I'm surprised that I'm not at the top of a mountain somewhere because I'm lost. Yeah, I have no sense of direction. I couldn't tell you what's north, where to get. Like, I have to, I still, to this day, I just stopped using my maps to get to Target. And I've lived in this place for almost three years. Oh, I still use maps to, like, get to your place. Okay, (laughs) that's different. I don't go to your place every week. I go to Target every other week. I just had to stop using my maps, like, six months ago. Like, I have no sense. I'm like, is this the road again? It's only like four <laughs> roads to get there. <laughs> so I just I, had to call out. I'm so envious of that. I don't know how. It's not something that I I think I developed. I just kind of naturally been that way. I actually, right before we started recording today, my husband was going somewhere and his maps wasn't working. And I was directing him on where to go on the phone without even having my maps on. I was like, hey, you turn right here. Uh-oh. Okay, go down a few, and okay, now turn left, and it's, I don't know. I delivery. feel like, do you see a McDonald's? Maybe <laughs> turn there. <laughs> Whenever a delivery driver or something calls, and they're like, hey, do I need to take a right here, left here? I go, and I literally have to hand the phone to my husband, because I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, well, this is my left, but it isn't their left. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Angie, how about you? How do your mental health look? <laughs> There have been, I would say, mainly ups, a few downs. Packing your whole apartment very quickly um, was stressful. So the time leading up to the move, it kind of alternated between extreme excitement. Oh, my God, I can't wait to get there. And then panic of, okay, how are we going to get this done in the amount of time we have? (laughs) Um, To make it a little bit more complicated, we did move for my husband's work. And so the way that works is... They provide corporate housing for us for the first three months while we look for a house of our own, especially with it being such a quick move. It's fantastic that they provide that. But with that being said, since we were moving into a furnished apartment, pretty much everything of our normal furniture, normal bedding, kind of your stuff that makes your home home, gets packed up and put into a pod. Then that pod is stored for three months and then it gets delivered and unloaded at our house once we have our own place. Oh. Um, and this, this was my second time doing this because we did this when we moved to Chicago as well. So I was a little bit more prepared um, because it surprised me how not having your things can really kind of make you feel like you're not at home. Sure. Even though you have your people, I have my dogs, like you're there, but it kind of let a little bit, like Cammie said, you feel like you're on vacation at first. And then it kind of turns to just kind of like, okay, well, this is weird. Where's my things. And (laughs) having done this once before I did learn. So heads up for anyone, if you're moving, you ever have to do this corporate housing type thing, 
take some of your favorite things with you. I took my favorite fuzzy blankets, um, just like little things that make it feel like home to you that you wanna see a few pictures, that type of things. Um, it helped a lot because when we did it in Chicago and I had none of my things, I hadn't done this before, I was not as prepared. It was really hard because you feel like you're living in a hotel basically mm -hmm. for three months and it just gets weird after a while. Um, so this transition was much easier because I did bring some of those things that made it feel like home to me. Um, so that definitely helped that transition. But of course, still, once we moved into our own place, we had all of our own things. I was able to finally unpack and settle. It just, it really felt like home. And I think it was Ashley that said this earlier. I completely agree. Like I'd visited Arizona when I was younger. Um, but there's something about it. It just, it feels like home to me more than anywhere I've ever been. And getting to feel that is wonderful. And the sunshine, no, it does not cure depression. No, it does not cure anxiety, but it definitely helps. Being able to just feel the warm sun on you, it's huge for me. I love it. Um, and then both the other girls, they touched on this as well. The drive was definitely something. <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, some of it, some of it was a little boring. Some of it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the latter half was beautiful. <laughs> the Midwestern part, sorry, Midwest. I lived there my whole life. <laughs> not very but it's not as not, not exciting. You see one state, you've seen them all kind of in the Midwest. Um, but getting to drive through like areas of New Mexico that I hadn't driven before was really exciting. Um, but it was a drive that I also had dogs. We were each driving separate cars. So my husband was in his truck with one of our dogs. I was in my Jeep with one of the other dogs. <laughs> and so we literally like caravan with the two vehicles the whole way, um, listened to the radio, listened to podcasts, bless my mom's heart. She was um, my kind of unofficial co-pilot for it. I'll be honest, because there would be times <laughs> when I'm like, I'm so bored. And I would literally just call and talk to her on the phone for hours while I was <laughs> driving. So kudos to mom for keeping me company, even though she wasn't there with me, she was still there with me. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a long three days. I was very ready to be here when we got here. <laughs> Imagine. Yes. Um, and to just start to kind of wrap things up, a couple of um, questions that we always like to ask our guests. Normally we ask about routines, but we've already kind of talked about that. So we'll skip that one. Um, but instead of three things you're grateful for, because I realized that we've got a lot of people tonight, what is one thing you are each grateful for today? Ashley, you go first. I had a feeling you were calling. <laughs> um, you know, I just like, small things uh, so we're recording this on a Wednesday and I always um refer to Wednesday as what's awesome Wednesday so I always like to tell people ask people like what's something awesome going on in their life big or small so when I asked my team that today my response to that was I got a new bookshelf in the mail and I'm just really grateful for my new bookshelf and I'm super excited to put it together and hopefully not freak out because it's too difficult or something like that so <laughs> uh, good luck to you I hate building furniture <laughs> 
yeah i mean i yeah i've done it a lot it's, it's not <laughs> i've done it a lot i just i'm not very good at it, <laughs> I never yeah, do it no. correctly. <laughs> oh my goodness angie how about you what's one thing you're grateful for today um i'm going to say there are lots of things that i could say i'm grateful for but one thing i'm going to say i'm grateful for today is the internet and social media because it can get a lot of hate because there are some negative things and detrimental things out there on the internet and social media. But I am very grateful for it because it is how I met Mary, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) And then through Mary, that connected me to Cammie and to Ashley. And so it's been a great way moving around. This is my second move in two years. So moving around has been a great way to not only meet people in the new places that I'm at, and make new connections, but it's also been a wonderful way to stay in touch with my friends in various places that I've lived, either back home in Missouri or in Chicago, the friends that I made there. So I'm going to say I'm very thankful and grateful for social media and the internet. I love it. Love that. How about you, Kimmy? So just real quick on the internet thing. I so agree. It has been so helpful with connections and Bumble BFF, Ashley, it does work. My very best friend back in Chicago, I met through Bumble BFF. I did it once. I signed up when I was wine drunk, met her and was like, I'm good. I found a best friend. We're good. So I could always try that down here, but just a little PSA, it does work. Um, But in terms of what I'm grateful for, Again, just like everyone said, there's so many things I could probably say. I am going to say my like little family. So my husband and my two dogs, it's just, I love them so much and they all have been so quiet so I could record this podcast and they're all just so <laughs> sweet and loving and I just want to go like squeeze them. So very grateful for them. I love it. I love it. I'm Mary. I'll let you and take then- I'm going to ask two questions, but I'll start with my signature question of what content are you guys consuming? It can be a book, podcast, movie, show, whatever it is that you feel like everybody should know about right now. Whoever wants to go first. Mary's not calling on people. I'm not calling people out. (laughs) I've been voluntelling people all day how to do things. (laughs) I can go first. The first thing that came to my mind is I'm a big reader. I love reading. That's actually how Angie and I kind of first connected is we would comment on each other's books that we posted on Instagram. It's like, oh, I read that one. I read that one. Uh, But I just finished reading Malibu Rising from Taylor Jenkins Reid. She is my favorite author. I have loved every single book she's written. Five out of five stars for all of them. And Malibu Rising might be one of my favorites that she's written, which is saying a lot. That means it's like one of my top favorite books. It was just so well done the story builds on characters from her other books which I've never seen that done before and I thought that was really interesting because it's not like a series but they're they're intertwined and it was just a really powerful story so I would highly recommend that book and I have a ton more to read but yeah keep posting them because I've been like screenshotting the books that you're reading and adding them to my to be read like I've ever heard of that author so now I've got to add her to my list she, maybe she's like the new the new Colleen Hoover for me I she might be um she, you probably have heard she's the one who wrote the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo oh, okay okay Jones and the six like those are her more popular books but I think Valley Rising should definitely get more hype than it probably does and she has a new book Carrie Soto coming out 
which I'm super excited for after reading Malibu Rising. I'll have to add it to my list. I have to get on this, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to jump in on this one um, because mine is very similar to Cami. <laughs> the first thing I thought of when you said, what should people consume? I always tell everyone to read Daisy Jones and the Six, which is also by Taylor Jenkins Reid. <laughs> I have one more of her books to read, well, other than the new one coming out, and I will have read all of her books. Um, but hugely recommend Daisy Jones and the Six to everyone. It's actually about to be made into a mini series on Prime as well. So read the book now so you can read it before the show comes out. So many things to read. I know. <laughs> but it, the characters in it, she just writes such raw, real characters and really brings out the humanity in them, in my opinion. Um, but this book is very interesting to me because it's written documentary style. Oh, so I'm going to be curious to see how the show is done. Um, so it's different than your normal book. So be prepared for that going into it. I've never seen a book written like that before. It feels more like a nonfiction. Like when you're reading it, you're like, this is a real band. It is about a rock and roll band in like the 70s, just so everyone knows. I should have clarified for that. <laughs> but you feel like you could go on YouTube and see these performances they're talking about. It feels that real. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I recently just finished one of her older books as well called Maybe in Another Life. It's not one of her more talked about novels, but I highly, highly recommend it. It goes a little deeper. It kind of really starts making you think about choices that you make. It is also written a little different than your normal novel. It starts with a situation and then the whole book alternates chapters between if the main character had made this choice or if she had gone with choice B. Oh, interesting. And so it shows literally how her life could go one way or how her life can go off the other way based on one decision. And it was just very thought provoking and I really enjoyed it. So anything by Taylor Jenkins Reid is what this is coming down to. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's a really cool idea. As a writer, I'm like, ooh, that's cool. <laughs> I think you'd really enjoy it, Holly. You should give it a try. Yeah, I'm putting it on my list. <laughs> How about you, Ashley? Well, my books are like way different because okay. of the <laughs> um, so uh my like Arizona best friend who I'm reading with, uh, he is like a writer, director, but he likes a lot be like a lot of like the suspense horror thriller type of books right now. Um, and I just read my first Stephen King book because <gasps> I just one? never, uh, I read Salem's Lot. I like gasped as if I've read a lot. I've read one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, oh yeah, are you which one? <laughs> I was just really hoping it was the one that I've read. <laughs> <laughs> and I also didn't finish it. So oh, I don't know God. again why I got so, so many like popular Stephen King ones too. Mary, like I mean, so the one I read, I, didn't, I also didn't even finish it because the show came out and I was like, this is too long. <laughs> so I read half. But uh, sorry, continue. It's fine. I just read Salem's Lot and I actually okay. really enjoyed it. It's like a vampire book. Uh, okay. I liked it a lot. They have a movie, but it was like, an, it's an older movie that was made for TV, but they're actually redoing a new one, which is why we picked it up. It right. was originally going to come out in September. So that's why we decided to read it. But then we realized that it got pushed to like next year, April. So That sucks. <laughs> um but yeah that's like a 700 page book and I think we read it in like three days oh my gosh Jeez. and it only took us that long because we were trying to pace ourselves because of the other person so I really liked that um also an 
it's not an old TV show, but it's a little bit older. I think the last season came out in 2020, but like there were seasons before that that I've been, well, I fell in love with this show. It was called Superstore. Oh my God. Um, I love that store. Yes. So, so funny. Good. I had never watched it until recently. No and it's, it's basically like a bunch of people, if they were to be working at a Walmart and okay. it's, just, just like, watch it. It's hilarious. It it's Fun. so okay. funny. Yeah. It's funny. It's not. Yeah. One of the guys that did Parks and Rec, like one of the producers or creators, yep. he, he created Justin's, so, yep. just to give you some like reference here. Yeah. Nice. He also wrote on The Office as well. So. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was the so. same one. Of course, of course you would know. Yeah. <laughs> I love The Office, but, but yeah, I watched Superstore and I like fell in love with that show. It's really, really funny. So if you're ever just looking for, it's a good, like have it on like, in the background that. type of thing. And then you'll just like start laughing hysterically. So Love it. Uh, my second question that I'm going to ask you guys is just for if anybody who's listening to the podcast right now is wanting to move, like even if it's you know a town over or something like that, what would be your advice in regards to like maybe they're having like questioning whether they should move? Maybe it's you know you guys had said with family and stuff like making them understand. What would be your best advice to someone who's like struggling with the decision? I'll start with this one because that was me. (laughs) Um, When you're struggling with the decision and you're thinking like, is this right for me? Think to yourself, are you questioning if it's right for you or are the other people around you questioning if it's right for you? Because ultimately it's up to you and your decision. And like I mentioned earlier, like if you live your life based off of what other people think your life should be, you're going to resent those people and that's not fair to you and it's not fair to them. So really think about what's important to you. Like, do you really want to move or does somebody else want you to move or vice versa? I love that. We'll go, Cammy. No one's talking. Oh, no. Oh. And she's unmuted. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> I should have waited a she minute felt, longer. <laughs> she felt the peer pressure. <laughs> So with me, I would say my biggest advice is to, hang on, Cammie might have to go first. I've got a little crier over here. I'll let Cammie go and then I'll chime back in. We'll edit that out, Holly. (laughs) So my advice would honestly be to just do it. And I know that's so cheesy and that's so easy to say, but give yourself a timeline. If you're nervous about it, like I was so nervous and I was so upset to move, even though I knew it was kind of coming. But when it finally came down to it, I was terrified. I was so emotional. I did not want to leave, even though I was also excited for Arizona. It's it's a mix of emotions as everyone's kind of talked about today. But I knew that like I was going at least for a year. And I knew my husband and I talked about that possibility that if we got to the end of that first year and we did not like it, we would consider moving back or trying somewhere new. So if you're really scared to do it, that's good. That means you're you're about to do something really big and exciting with your life. So lean into that and just do it. And again, just kind of know that you have options. It's not permanent. You don't have to move somewhere and stay there for the rest of your life. Try it out. See what happens. You might love it. You might hate it, but you'll never know until you actually go. And in terms of advice with like family and friends, 
one thing that I was struggling with was I did not want to leave my friends. I was like, I can't do it. I don't want to leave my friends. Why would I do that? And then I had some of my friends talk to me about, oh, we're thinking about moving or we're moving out to the suburbs. And I realized that people are not basing their decision on my life. So I shouldn't base my decisions in my life on them either. Kind of similar to what Ashley was saying is like, people are going to move, people are going to move on, whether that's your family, your friends, and you can still keep in touch with them. The internet is great. Zoom is great. You can have FaceTime dates with your friends, but ultimately you have to do what is best for you and for your life. And so just do that. And the people who love you are going to come around if they're not supportive initially. They probably should be supportive. Hopefully they are. Uh, But if they're not, they will come around if they really love you. Love it. Okay. I'll chime back in now. (laughs) Um, So my advice is going to be take opportunities because we moved here for my husband's job and our move previous to that was also for my husband's job. We've lived in the same area our whole lives. We had no intention of moving out of that area. Um, it wasn't something we were adamantly against. It was just something, not something we ever pursued or I thought we would pursue, especially on his side. He had tons of friends where we lived, um, is where he grew up. It was just kind of, it was home. Um, And then the opportunity came to move to Chicago for his work. And we thought about it and we're like, you know what? Why not? Let's do it. Let's try something else. And as long as, I know it sounds cheesy, but where you are is home, no matter where that is. And that's something we definitely learned because moving to Chicago, we didn't know a single soul in Chicago. We had no family in Chicago. (laughs) It was kind of a huge leap of faith to do it. But we, even during COVID, really enjoyed our time there. (laughs) Um, We made so many wonderful memories. I made some great friends while I was up there that I still keep in touch with through the wonderful internet and social media. (laughs) And then of course, another opportunity came up where we could move here. And this is somewhere we were very passionate about the opportunity to move. So of course we jumped on it, but I would say we have just as many great memories living in Chicago as we're now making here. So my biggest advice is take an opportunity you might not at first think is the right opportunity, take a leap and see where it takes you because even if that's not your dream place it could take you to your dream place I love that and so lastly just if each of you can share your um, Instagram handle or if you prefer to share a different handle that's fine too but I (laughs) I know most of us utilize Instagram or TikTok and both so as always we'll link everything below but we'll start um, just kind of same order again Ashley I'll have you go first my Instagram and my TikTok are both at adventure.certified. So you can find me there. Cammy. So my Instagram and also I think my TikTok, I'm not positive though, but is at cami.bartel. Leslie Angie. And mine is underscore Angie Noel underscore on both Instagram and TikTok. Got a TikTok, have not posted anything on there, but you know, we'll, we'll get there one of these days. It's okay. I did the same thing for a very, very long time before I actually started using TikTok and now I can't stop. So just, 
just keep that in mind. Um, but <laughs> with that, we will keep, or we'll keep, we will put everyone's links below as always. So if you guys have further questions on anything that any of the girls talked about tonight and want to reach out, um, to get some maybe further advice or anything like that, I'm sure they would be happy to chat with you. Um, but thank you all so much for joining us. We're so excited to actually finally bring all three of us together. Mary had this idea it seems like seven months, eight months yeah. ago. And I'm so <laughs> glad we finally actually like acted on it, got it together and had our second panel. So thank you. Thank you. This was so Thanks fun. for having us. Of course. Yes. Thank you. How interesting was that? So and good. how, like how different each of their experiences were, yeah. but so similar in so many different ways. Definitely. And it's, it's, I love too that like we had in terms of like similar but different you know we have Angie who's married and and you know drove out there separately from her spouse mm -hmm. like each in different cars with their dogs we had yeah. Cammy who traveled with her spouse and the dog and then we had Ashley who's just on her own yeah poor thing with you know her what a terrible situation. Car, you know starting out that way like oh I'm so I glad would, she didn't like take it as a sign and be like, you know, F this or anything. I shouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad she did not take that because so many people, you know, would just be like, you know what? It's fine. I'm, I'm not doing this. And just like I, feed into that negative energy. Like good for her for finding a solution. I would just break down and cry. Like that's like the worst case. Like you're all by yourself. Yeah. No money. Like even if you want to stay at a hotel, it's like you're yeah, at so well. You got nothing. Yeah. yeah. Unless you have credit cards, but like also you're making a move. Like you don't really want to put a bunch of stuff in your credit cards because what exactly. if you have an emergency when you get there and you need to buy like a bed? <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So crazy. I also love hearing how, because again, Ashley is on her own out there doing her thing, like living her best, like independent woman life. Exactly. Like I love following her and seeing that because I think so many more people need to take being single as not such a negative thing and I feel like that's that is how it is nowadays which especially is being single like in your late 20s early 30s type of vibe you know what yeah. I mean it's not like being yeah. single when you're like a teenager like that's a whole different vibe <laughs> I love the new vibe for single women it's just mm -hmm. like you do you you get your life in place you have a routine you're doing your your shit you're like doing your own mental health your fitness routine like all this stuff and not to say like obviously like I'm in a happy marriage but if that's how it was when I was single, maybe I wouldn't have hated being single so much. Like I yeah. look back and I'm like, oh, I wish that that was kind of the stigma around being single when I was single. I feel like part of it too is when I was single, like I didn't really love myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that makes mm -hmm. a whole world of difference. And like, that's 100%. something I know Ashley obviously has been through a huge journey of too. Um, yeah. You know, and we talk about it in the episode, like she was always like in dependent relationships and like never really on her own. And so then she spent like 2020 to, you know, when she moved really just like creating the space for her mm -hmm. so that she, she can like now blossom, I feel like on her own. And I, like I said in the episode, but she like, she made me cry when she was like, I've just never felt like uh, unhappiness like this. Like just to hear someone that, you know, like finally just feel that like for the, not for the mm -hmm. first time in their life, but like a first time in an adult, like just feel like purely at home, happy. Like that's just so, it just warms my heart. I, I completely agree. And I deterred from what I was going to say, too, just to, like, talk about how great that is. Sorry, I probably but, threw you off track, too. No, no, no. I, I started going into, like, the single girl life. But it's so interesting to, like, see that lifestyle and then also see, like, Angie moved there for her husband's work. Like, they're in 
um, what kind of housing did she say it was? Oh, no, I can't corporate housing. Corporate housing. And Cammie oh and her husband moved out there more so because he wanted to, but then they kind of developed the plan together. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, they're, all of them had a common theme of saying this feels like home, mm-hmm. which is so not like just such different stories, but so similar. I, I don't know. It was just like really crazy to hear them talk about it and hear all the different experiences, even though it, on paper, it's the same exact experience. Yeah. I agree. Like you are coming, you are moving from Chicago to Arizona. I don't know. I just yeah. think that's so crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I really enjoyed the conversation and just hearing like how so much shifted for them. Like, you know, just when you travel anywhere, you know, you got to kind of find that routine for yourself of like your fitness, your mental health, like so much can change when you move, like when you move around. Finding adult friends. Yeah. And so it's like, when you travel, it's like, okay, well, I'm only there for, you know, a week or six months, you know, it might be like Mm -hmm. a short-term thing, but it's like, when you move, like, okay, I got to get used to these things. And I think Ashley even said, like, you know, I kind of feel like now I was on like a vacation mode and eventually I was like, wait, I live here now. Like I gotta, I gotta get my routines and I gotta get myself in check. Yeah. And I think that's important to call out because so many people I'm sure probably go through something like that, especially when they move to somewhere that's so like beautiful and and different Mm -hmm. from where they previously were. A hundred percent. And it, I, again, I think that my hypothesis of moving somewhere where the weather is just better definitely seems to have positively impacted their mental health, their fitness routines, things like that. So that was amazing to hear. Cause I, I obviously have always wanted to move out of Illinois. Yeah. Um, me and John just get really bad seasonal depression and hearing that I don't want to move to Arizona. I, <laughs> I'm not a heat person, but someone somewhere definitely with like more consistent weather would be yeah. great. Yeah. And like Carolina would be great. Fair. See, it's just the humidity, you know, they still I have- can't do humidity. I can't do the dry heat. Oh, I well, love the Carolinas. Heat. Depending on where you are, you don't get that humidity. I, I guess that's. But I, I've never, only been never to, Florida. I've only been to like a Carolina once in my life, so I should. I've also never been to Arizona, so I guess I can't really like speak my to God. that. Yeah, you cannot. Yeah. It's magical. <laughs> <laughs> um, and before we kind of wrap up and go into like our our gratitude, I wanted to say. I, the more we do panels, the better we will get. And by we, I mean, I, in terms of not being a teacher. It's, it's tough though, it's because hard because it, I feel like if we were in person, it would be different, but it's yeah. like, I could be like, I could kind of point at people a little bit better, but especially when we're recording like virtually, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I can point, but who, no one knows what I'm pointing at. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I have to tell someone or else no one talks. And so sure. I feel like it's I, also, it's hard when like Ashley has a pod had had a podcast she just discontinued hers but so I feel like she's just so like eager to like speak Mm -hmm. but that's not always the case for everybody and I saw that in our last panel too like the boys were like so like ready to hop on and sometimes like Justine was a little bit more like okay I'm gonna sit here and think about my answer and listen to yours first so I do think it it depends on that too so I don't think it's all of our fault (laughs) I mean, no, but I feel like there's probably a better. We'll get better. Yeah. So, you know, give us a few more panels and we'll get there. Yeah, for sure. Um, But with that, what is one thing you are grateful for this week, Mary? This week, I am grateful for cortisone. Fair. (laughs) So bad. But honestly, it was like, I was in so much pain the past like week and a half and 
getting the cortisone shot just like put me right back into place and my whole routine was kind of off and I was feeling like bad about myself and things like that and I got a cortisone shot in my knee and it did a world of difference like it still isn't great but it's definitely a lot lot better so that's what I'm grateful for this week what about you Holly well mine's gonna sound really selfish um mine's gonna sound really selfish but after I say it I'll explain it I'm grateful for myself (laughs) okay that's fair um and the reason is speaking of like self-love journey um I feel like this is a fitting thing so you and I have talked about this a little bit already kind of but I you know have had a big journey with how I view myself and my body and I've always been someone who has never worn shorts I I don't like how I look and I I didn't like how I looked in shorts. Um, I always felt like I had an issue with like my thighs being too big or, you know, cellulite, all of that bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I finally just recently started one wearing shorts, but like, I mean, consistently, but also I just bought myself some shorts. I bought a pair on Amazon, 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 Amazon that I sent Mary, but I also bought a pair of jean shorts, which are a little short for me, but honestly, I'm mostly wearing them for a concert. So I was okay with them. I'm decided to keep them anyways. I usually never wear shorts outside of my house. Like I'll wear them at my house. Then if I leave, I'll like put something else on. And I have been finally like going out in shorts or like shorter dresses and just being like, you know what? My legs are what they are. And if someone's like, oh, that girl's tell you like, well, fuck you. Like everyone does these days. Yeah. And so I'm just very grateful and proud that I have like starting to work through this thing. Cause I feel like there's a lot of areas of my body that I've had to like work through the, the m- negative self-talk and the, the thigh specifically has just been like one that's yeah. always stayed with me. Cause I've always had thick thighs, but you know what? Thicker thick the thighs, thighs the more glass you can save lives. What? I went to go with yours and then I tried to say mine. Mine was supposed to be the thicker the thighs, the more cats you can fit on them. Yes. The less I heard save lives. That drop, you know? That true. That. I'm just going to That true. No, I'm so proud of you. I think that that's awesome. There's a trend on TikTok going around that's like, we were like the person wearing shorts and it's like oh I don't like the way that I look in these and then it shows like your like younger self and it's like we wear shorts and oh, I feel that, like that's like very that's much me. like kind of the same theme me. Mm-hmm. yeah I love it but with that where can the listener find us on the Instagram they can find us at get fitty with a pod or they can email us at get fitty with a pod at gmail.com and as always if you guys have any panel ideas or guest ideas whatever topic ideas whatever it might be feel free to send them over to us and we will be back here next week with uh, uh oh we got next week's our 100 episode actually now that i'm thinking about it so bow, 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 bow. i just got so thrown off looking at the date early. and remember yeah, i know i got it now sorry everyone i'll be at a bachelor yeah, party 100 so technically the number next week will be 99 let's go <laughs> And now that I've thoroughly confused Mary, we'll see you back here next time for that one. Have a beautiful week. Bye.